Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Deuteronomy 5. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would leave a good spiritual legacy to our families and in our society around us, that we would be encouraging people spiritually by the way that we live. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Deuteronomy 5. And then Moses summoned all of Israel and said to them, Hear, Israel, the rules and the regulations that I am speaking in your ears today, and you shall learn them, and you must observe them diligently. Yahweh our God made a covenant with us at Horeb. It was not with our ancestors that Yahweh made this covenant, but with those of us who are here alive today. Face to face Yahweh spoke with you at the mountain from the midst of the fire. I was standing between Yahweh and you at that time to report to you the word of Yahweh, for you were afraid because of the presence of the fire, and so you did not go up the mountain. He said, I am Yahweh your God, who brought you out from the land of Egypt, from the house of slavery. There shall not be for you other gods besides me. You shall not make for yourself a divine image of any type of form that is in the heaven above, or that is on the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them, and you shall not serve them. For I, Yahweh your God, am a jealous God, punishing the guilt of fathers upon their children, and upon the third, and upon the fourth generation of those hating me, but showing loyal love to thousands of those who love me, and of those who keep my commandments. You shall not take up the name of Yahweh your God for a worthless purpose, for Yahweh will not leave unpunished anyone who uses his name for a worthless purpose. Observe the Sabbath day to make it holy, just as Yahweh your God has commanded you. Six days you shall work, and you shall do all of your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath unto Yahweh your God. You shall not do any work, or your son, or your daughter, or your slave, or your slave woman, or your ox, or your donkey, or any of your domestic animals, or your resident alien who is in your towns, so that your slave and your slave woman may rest as you rest. And you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and Yahweh your God brought you out with a strong hand and with an outstretched arm. Therefore, Yahweh your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath. Honor your father and your mother as Yahweh your God commanded you, so that it will be good for you in the land that Yahweh your God is giving to you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. And you shall not steal and you shall not falsely bear evidence against your neighbor. And you shall not covet the wife of your neighbor, and you shall not crave the house of your neighbor, his field, or his slave, or his slave woman, or his ox, and his donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These words Yahweh spoke to your whole assembly at the mountain, from the midst of the fire and the very thick cloud, with a loud voice, and he did not add anything. And then he wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me. And then when you heard the voice from the midst of the darkness, 
And as the mountain was burning with fire, and all the heads of your tribes and your elders approached me, you said, Look, Yahweh our God has shown us his glory and his greatness, and we have heard his voice from the midst of the fire this day. We have seen that God can speak with a human being, yet he remains alive. And so then, why shall we die? For this great fire will consume us if we continue to hear the voice of Yahweh our God any longer, and so we shall die. For who is there of all flesh who has heard the voice of the living God speaking from the midst of the fire as we have heard it and remained alive? You go near and hear everything that Yahweh our God will say. Then you tell us all that Yahweh our God tells you, and we will listen, and we will do it. And Yahweh heard the sound of your words, which you spoke to me. And Yahweh said to me, I have heard the sound of the words of this people, that they have spoken to you. They are right with respect to all that they have spoken. If only they had such a mind, that is, to fear me and to keep all my commandments at all times, so that it will go well for them and for their children forever. Go, say to them, Return to your tents. But you stand here with me, and let me tell you all of the commandments and the rules and the regulations that you shall teach them, so that they may do them in the land that I am giving to them to take possession of it. So you must be careful to do just as Yahweh your God commanded you. You shall not turn to the right or to the left. In exactly the path that Yahweh your God has commanded, you must go, so that you may live and it will go well for you, and you may live long in the land that you will take possession of. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In the first four chapters, Moses gave a speech about their history, and showed that when they followed God, things went well, and when they turned away from God, things went badly. Now, in this speech, Moses gets to the actual laws of God. He starts out talking about Horeb, or what we often call Mount Sinai. Yahweh spoke the Ten Commandments out loud to them. We read this first in Exodus chapter 20. Moses makes a point that this covenant is in effect with this generation that he is speaking to. This wasn't just for their parents, who have died by now. The Ten Commandments start with God, not having any other gods, not making images of Yahweh or any other god, keeping God's name holy keeping the Sabbath. Moses gives a few more words on the Sabbath here than we had in Exodus with the emphasis that this Sabbath rest is for everyone, including slaves and animals. Then the commands transition to dealing with fellow people. They start with honoring parents. Parents sort of represent God to their children, so this is sort of a transition. Then the commands about dealing with other people are not murdering, not committing adultery, not stealing, not lying, and not coveting what the other person has. Moses mentions that the Ten Commandments were also written on the stone tablets, but what he really focuses on here is how afraid they were at the voice of God. The people were afraid they would die from hearing God's voice, so they asked Moses to receive the commands from Yahweh and then tell the commands to them. They say they will listen and obey. So Yahweh says that this is good what the people say. Yahweh says, if only they would always fear God and keep his commandments, it would go well for them. So Moses explains that they really need to be careful to keep these commands in order to have a successful life. 
And now for a deeper dive. In the United States of America today, we are currently putting a lot of emphasis on the individual. We think that anyone can make it in America if they just work hard. We put emphasis on individual rights. Unfortunately, this is often at the expense of the community and the family. People want sexual freedom, so they break up families and divorce. They get abortions. Other countries in the world today, and historically, have seen individual freedoms as less important and society as more important. At the beginning of the Ten Commandments, Yahweh describes himself as, I, Yahweh your God, am a jealous God, punishing the guilt of fathers upon their children and upon the third and upon the fourth generation of those hating me, but showing loyal love to thousands of those who love me and of those who keep my commandments. Does that bother you that God would punish children for the sins of their parents? Our sin doesn't just affect ourselves. It affects our family. It affects our society. We see this, of course, when parents abuse their children, and when they divorce, it damages their children. But even smaller sins affect our children greatly. If we don't make spiritual things a priority, our children will see that and learn those values. On the other hand, each person must make this choice for themselves. So we are not forced to accept our parents' values. Moses makes a point here that this covenant is with this current generation, not just their parents. So this generation has to make the choice to make it their own. And so we individually do have responsibility. And we can make things easier and better spiritually for the following generation. These Israelites are descended from Abraham. The blessings have come down hundreds of years. So we can leave a spiritual legacy to generations yet to come, if they will make it their own. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.